you've clicked on the punter's preamble. I'm Simon Dinopoulos. I won't be joined by Adam Blanco this week. He is away for the next few days. So we've called in the big guns. Our key sport content producer, editor, jack of all trades, data king. Welcome him back to the fold only recently, James Buckley. And master of none, I should add, Simon. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, yeah, we're running pretty pretty deep into the bench this week. Well, old Jakey Altuiri, he's sick as well. The gun's out of play. So I've had to turn to you and no doubt you'll steer the ship correctly. Well, we'll, uh, we'll see how we go. Look, very exciting to, to make the debut. And this, uh, this studio is fantastic too, by the way. It's not bad, eh? Yeah. This is a this is a magnificent setup. Uh, so anyway, Thursday afternoon, punters preamble. What's happening this weekend, Simo? Well, the top-rated horse will be running in Japan. No surprises. The top-rated locally will be Snap Dancer in the Tats Tiara. She's rated 116 off her last start Group One win, but Euphoria certainly has her measure. He's flopped the only time we've seen him, but he lines up on the weekend. Had him sort of crowned best horse in the world and obviously didn't fire any sole performance, but he's a talent when he's right, world-class talent, I should mention. Baida's now been crowned the world's best after his demolition job at Royal Ascot. You've got Flightline and Euphoria look to be Japan's number one, so he'll be looking to get back on track on the weekend at Hanshin over 2,200 metres. This is one of those races that there's two of them in Japan that the fans actually vote who gets a run. The Takarazuka Kinen, I believe. Correct. Like you say, over 2,200 metres, fan voted. What a concept. We have seen this very recently introduced to Australian Racing Simon, but uh, is this something that perhaps we should pursue a little bit more of? I think when you go to the races in Japan, having been to the Japan Cup, it's a different world over there. Their racehorses are sports stars, like they're rock stars. They love them. We claim to love our horses, and we do, but not on the level that they do in Japan. So the fans really get behind it. The All-Star Mile, I reckon this would work better here if it was like for the Cox Plate, if you could vote who to get into the Cox Plate, like a select field. The All-Star Mile, obviously, Group 1, it's great, but the pinnacles of our racing are either the 1,200-metre sprints or the Cox Plate QE, 2,000 metres. So I reckon it would work better if we did switch it that way, but... If you haven't been to Japan, it's something definitely worth checking out. Going to a derby or Japan Cup, 110,000 people there screaming. It's something else. Yeah, okay. So, Aphoria, top rated in the world this weekend. Uh, I mean, you did mention there off air that uh, the carnival is coming to a close up north, unfortunately. It's been a good uh, six weeks or so. But that's the wheel turning, I suppose. Thankfully, I'm tired. <laughs> Mate, you've been going pretty hard. I'm done. Thought. Yeah. I'm done. All right, so north of the border, probably one last time. I would have I would have thought for a little while what's happening at Eagle Farm. So we've got the group one with obviously the Tats Tiara. We were tossing up whether to make Snap Dance the Dunno and then we came up with a better one at Caulfield, but she is the Dunno in that race. If she runs up to what she did at Morphe for the last start, well, she wins. But 49 days, steps up to 1,400 metres, any other stable, and you would just pen this horse. It's a terrible setup, a setup I hate. But this stable is breaking the rules 
and they're doing it at the top end, which is even more remarkable. So very intrigued to see how Snap Dancer goes, but Ethan Brown got it so right last start, which is another reason why she would be a lay. He was a, she was a Colin Morikawa winner on that ride. So everything points to her getting beat, but on talent, she's the best horse there off that performance. So that's why she would fill the Dunno category. And we're sticking with the Marin Eustace stable with the Dunno at Caulfield. She's all class. On debut for the stable, formerly with Chris Waller. She displayed plenty of ability. You can see that through the races that she contested. Hasn't fired in those races, but they obviously held her in pretty high regard. Last seen in 88, she was tailed off, beaten 16 lengths. Has jumped out well down in Melbourne. If she's right, she wins. But we don't know. We do not know. We'll find out. Aptly named segment. Can I just quickly take you back to Snap Dancer for a moment there? Yeah. Um, barrier 21. As you mentioned, a superb ride from Ethan Brown down there at Morfittville. How much does that concern you on top of everything else you've just mentioned? Yeah, wide draws for leaders I don't hate. You're going to go forward anyway. Wide draws for back markers I hate because it just means you're going to have to go right back. The problem for Ethan Brown is everyone knows he's drawn out there and so it's easy to become the hunted when everyone knows where you're coming from. So he's going to have to probably do a fair bit of work to get across or they're going to make him do it, whether she can slot in. She's obviously got the speed given what she's shown last start, but then does he want to lead with a slight niggle at 1400 Yeah, it's not an easy one for Ethan Brown. Last start, she was $17 as well. So you could sort of chance your arm and if it doesn't come off, it doesn't come off. Where tomorrow there's a bit more expectation involved and the jockeys are going to be looking for her as well. So very interesting. Obviously, the other favourite, Ana Visto, is another that's going to roll forward. She's a fresh monster. I think deserved favourite. It's a good Tatsiara. Yeah, it's... Gee whiz, you're hard-pressed taking six bucks about a horse who may well not run out that trip, especially if, if you say, like, if they just hunt her out, then she's surely going to be... Well and truly out of gas come that last furlong, but we, we shall see. We shall. And now the Bizarro struggled this week. There wasn't a lot of action. We actually got Blanco on the line. He, had, he gave us nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not like him to sit on the fence. Sydney's awful. And Eagle Farm, I couldn't really tell you one that I thought was bizarrely priced. And so you've stepped up to the plate. And I reckon this is arguably our best Bizarro ever. It is quite bizarro. So big news out of the Toowoomba Turf Club this week on Tuesday with the announcement of the $750,000 King of the Mountain, uh, which will be run henceforth on New Year's Eve. Uh, I guess similar format to the Everest in that slots will be available for uh, $40,000 a pop and... But no doubt it's going to be a pretty exciting race and an exciting way to see out the previous year. But the Bizarro, for mine, was the name of this race, the King of the Mountain. What um, mountain? Well, for starters, what mountain, Simo? You're right there. Um, just a little bit of research and apologies to the topographically-minded southeast Queenslanders out there because this isn't probably an area of expertise for myself. I am aware of the fact that Toowoomba is, well, it straddles, I guess, the Great Dividing Range up there, 
potentially sits at six or 700 metres above sea level. And there is a tabletop mountain from what I've discovered, uh, although I don't think it is particularly high, um, certainly not as high as Mount Everest or indeed Mount Kosciuszko. I can see that they've tried to retain the mountain theme in the naming of this race, uh, which is probably a little close to the Bathurst 1000 reference for mine, but that's okay. That's a chat for another day. I would have thought, Simo, maybe there were, uh, there were better options out there for naming this particular race. Not that I have any myself, but... Uh, I'm sure the naming committee might have been able to do something a little bit better. But, hey, it seems like naming races in this country is uh, probably not one of our strengths anyway. So Yeah, the list of uh, new race names that sound good is very few. Yeah, there is a, a, distinct, oh, yeah. <laughs> a distinct lack. Uh, it seems it's harder than it, uh, than it looks. It's not hard at all. <laughs> this is where they make key mistakes. I think they try and link it to something else too much. Why not just call it, who's the best horse that's come out of Toowoomba? Question without notice, you don't Question know. Question without notice, I've yeah. got no idea either. But surely you would just name the race in that horse's honour. All the top races should just be named after our best horses. Or jockeys. That's not a bad shout. Well, what, um, what is the Wheatwood Handicap named after? Um, in any event... Toowoomba, I've never actually been, Simon. I don't know if you've uh, travelled out to Toowoomba I on your trips to Queensland. I definitely would like to go someday. But if I can throw a few uh, notables at you, who, according to this particular webpage I'm looking for, hail there from Geoffrey Rush, Academy Award winning, winning actor. Yep. You'd definitely be claiming him if you could. Um, there's a couple of talented mathematicians, Peter Cameron, Cheryl Prager, very, very good with numbers from what I can tell. But if I can just take you down into the sports list, a couple of, a couple of interesting names that have jumped out here. Geraint Jones, you may remember, who uh, kept wicket for the English cricket team for a couple of summers, uh, apparently from Toowoomba. How's from Toowoomba? Well, look, I... I Struggled to believe that, as you can probably imagine. Uh, turns out was born in Papua New Guinea, actually. Right. Um, did spend some time in Toowoomba, however, did represent England. So um, I don't know if we can quite give them that one. Peter Sterling. The Snorkeller. On the list. Would you believe? Now, I always thought he was – he hailed from Wagga. I may be wrong there, um, but I do have a lot of Wagga mates that – Continually try to unsuccessfully tell me that Wagga is better than Queen Bin when it comes to sporting progeny. Obviously, that is incorrect. That's an open and shut case with the camp easy, surely. Well, well it's just, you're right. I mean, there's not even a conversation there. Uh, but anyway, they persist. Uh, but Sterlo, apparently born in Toowoomba, raised in Wagga Wagga. I think we can give him that. However, he did play with distinction for New South Wales, thankfully. And one last claim of Toowoomba ancestry, Jonathan Thurston. Now, oh, this one I struggled with too because I was thought he was from, uh, you know, maybe from up further, further north or at least maybe from Brisbane. Turns out, uh, well, he was born in Brisbane and uh, I think he spent a bit of time at school in Toowoomba. 
So uh, I don't know if we can give him that one either. I tell you what, if it, if it's true, the JT's got a better ring to it. Let's call it the JT. The JT. Now we're talking. Get him involved. You can get JT down. Uh, New Year's Eve. Cross promotion. You know, I mean, he, I suspect he spends most New Year's Eves in Toowoomba anyway. So, uh, Well, he's from there. There's a, <laughs> that, that's right. Um, a rather illustrious alumnus. Mm. The thing I always enjoy with these race names is that there was obviously many meetings, as we know now ourselves. There's always many meetings. And there was enough people in the room that said yes to this, which always concerns me. How? <laughs> you do wonder how, how large and how, uh, how diverse these rooms are sometimes. But uh, there you go. I, I like the idea of the JT. Let's um, call it the JT. Well, that's what we're going to call it at Racing and Sports. Well, what about, uh, what about the Sturlow? Or the Sturlow. You know, the Sturlow or the Jeffrey Rush. The Jeffrey Rush. Perhaps we could call it uh, I mean, that's the King George. Of course, in honour of his, uh, he was in the King's speech, wasn't he? I think it was Geoffrey Rush. I may be completely imbeciling myself there. <laughs> we won't be I cutting may that be out. Completely imbeciling <laughs> myself. Gee whiz! In any event, I'm pretty sure it was him. There are options based on this uh, incredibly extensive list of Toowoomba celebrity. Toowoomba knights. What do you call people from Toowoomba? Toowoombians. To- to Toowoomba, or maybe the, maybe the Mountain Men. <laughs> According to the race, it yes. could well be the Mountain Men. We should say though, we are a fan of the concept and the new race because I think they are great. But can we just come up with some better names, guys? Mm. You're going to throw out all that prize money, spend a bit of time, I and either honour someone or honour a champion horse. I agree. A bit of a missed opportunity there, but uh, look, three quarters of a million dollars up for grabs on New Year's Eve. What a great way to. Uh, to see out the previous 12 months and usher in a new era. Yeah. And that wraps up the punters preamble. I'll be on tomorrow with Nathan Exeby, the X Factor, to round out the Brisbane Carnival. And we will hopefully find a few winners there focusing on the Group 1 and then we'll have a break from the previews and we'll be back with the review show next week. Blanks will be back on deck. So thanks for tuning in. And let us know what you think of Bucko, whether we should get him back. Thanks, guys. Cheers.